Ahoy legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy! Today's question is about what to do when an employee gets stressed out and takes it out on you and the rest of the team. This question is linked to previous topics we've covered, and I think one that would be a really good example to unpick around having difficult conversations and dealing with difficult behaviors, really. I often say that difficult behaviors are not necessarily difficult people. They're just bad habits and bad things that need to be dealt with. Now, on the flip side of that, I will put a proviso on this that not every employee is a good employee in general. You know, some employees are just terrible employees, regardless of what organization you put them in. And I will also put the other proviso that is not every employee is a good employee for your team or organization, which means that they might be a good fit for another organization with different values and different culture, but they are not a good fit for yours. So whenever we're dealing with difficult behaviors, we really need to understand that part of the consideration is, well, is this person overall going to be a good fit? And let's test their willingness to modify their behaviors and dig into what needs to change. So for today, we'll dig into this question. The topic here, I'll read you a bit about it. This is a good question, uh, is around you know, one of the people that's managed is a you know newish employee to the workforce. I'm summarizing here. Um, when they're given projects, they get overloaded, they panic a bit, and then that panic um, turns into anxiety, which then turns into them snapping and being really aggressive with coworkers. So I think that's enough there. We won't go into too much other detail, but We've got a good sense that the person, when they're given new work or, and they are newish to working in an organization in a corporate setting, when they're given projects or work, they get stressed out. That stress turns into real anxiousness that's not managed and they don't have mechanisms for managing that, I would guess. And um, we'll unpick. And then that turns into aggressive or passive aggressive or hostile behavior, depending on the exact behaviors which aren't outlined in the question. So what do we do? What would you do? Before I come in with some tips and considerations, what would you do? Love to hear and know that. But think about it first. You know, would you get stuck straight in? Would you dance around the issue? Would you attempt to take the work off of them so it doesn't happen anymore? So let's get into it now that you've had a moment to think about it. I often say to leaders when they're dealing with difficult behaviors that are centered around specific employees and repeat offenders, give them this analogy, which is that bad employees or poor behaviors are like a rock in a river. So you throw them into this river, which is the stream of energy that needs to flow and consistently flow to get to downstream to an impact. If you think about your team's energy, that's the flow of the water. If you take poor behaviors that are undealt with, it's like throwing a major rock into that river. And so the water either has to divert itself around those behaviors 
or um, it completely blocks the effort and then the water spills all over the place, which, you know, then if you use the analogy and turn it into real efforts, it's got, your people start just working around it or they get frustrated and they leave um, or they become apathetic and the standard drops. So there's so many negative possibilities surrounding not dealing with that rock, which is the behavior that's been thrown into the river, which is the flow of employee and your own effort towards a target outcome. And I think that's super important that you recognize the impacts short-term and long-term of this type of behavior. Cool. So the first thing we need to do is create awareness. I always say with any intervention, level one is awareness. Is the employee even aware that this behavior is causing strife for people around them or is causing anxiety or is not an effective way to deal with it? So we need to make that part of the goal of the conversation. Then on the back of awareness, the second thing we want is we want to create a commitment to change. Now, that commitment might be a scaling one. And when I say scaling, I mean that the first level of commitment might be for them to just be aware of that anxiety and to find an effective way to deal with it or to come back to you the next time they are experiencing that and have the next conversation. I think if you go into a conversation and you expect someone to commit to never doing that again, when they weren't even aware that they were doing that, if they say they're unaware, that's a bridge too far. It's like me saying to you like, hey, you know, are you coming to me and saying, hey, you know, Travis, just so you know, um, your breath stinks. I go, oh, okay, thanks. Like I wasn't aware. Now I would in future not like my breath to stink, but maybe I don't know when it does. And I need some help understanding, hey, you know, the next time that happens, can you just let me know? Because I'm not even aware that that's a problem. And then I start to notice a pattern that you're always telling me after lunch. Turns out at lunch, I'm eating too much garlic. I stop eating garlic, problem goes away. But if you don't reinforce that behavior enough and I don't have permission to ask you, hey, am I okay? Am I putting people off at the moment? Then how can I know what the cause of that is and how can I deal with it effectively by treating the root cause? So I want you to remember that, that we can't necessarily get people to commit, unless they're doing something really unethical or egregious, to a full tilt change in behavior without understanding the drivers of, of that behavior. So once you're in that conversation, you'll use a really um, straightforward feedback loop that we've talked about in previous episodes around difficult behaviors. But I think this is a good one, right? Because we can unpick this person's behavior. And we'll use the framework to step through it. And it's called the of it framework. I've used that before with you of it, O-F-I-T. So we sit down with the person, we'll say, hey, you know, first observations, you know, I'm not sure how much of this you're aware of, but I've observed that whenever I allocate you new work, uh, you become what appears to be quite stressed, but I'll let you speak to that, but you appear quite stressed. And then over time, uh, I notice your behavior, you get a bit aggressive with the rest of the team. You say things like X, Y, Z. What's going on? And they're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Uh, well, let me just continue then. So the F, now we're getting to the F, the feelings that the team are, are experiencing that they've come to me with is that, and I am as well, is that this is stressful for everyone. I'm, I can tell you're stressed out, but then also the impact is that everyone around you feels really stressed. We, you know, people are avoiding conversations with you because they're feeling that way, which then ties into impacts. So and we're now at the I, the of 
it has an I in the middle and the I is impacts. You know, the impact of this is that, you know, I'm hesitant to give you new work, which could have long-term implications to how we work together. Um, I recognize that whenever people need to work with you, they're really nervous. So they'll come see me first. So the impact is the relationship. And then the T of, of it is tactics and that commitment to action. So what tactic can they use or what thing should they be committed to? The commitment. So it can be tactics or the commitment is what we're looking for here. And we'll need time to get to this point. So we've done the OFIT, the observations, feelings, and impacts. Then we need to have the deeper conversation. I'd be talking to the person. I'd be going, what do you think? What's going on for you? When have you observed this happening for yourself? How are you feeling? What what are the impacts for you? And they might say things like option A, where they go, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I haven't worked in a workplace like this before. I go home. I'm stressed out. I don't know what to do. I don't know if this is the right fit for me. Cool. So let's pause for a minute. If I were coaching that person, this would be a point where we go, okay, I don't need to go hard on this feedback. They're already quite rough on themselves. Let's go the find a way out route and help them because they're not saying, I don't care. I don't give a shit how other people feel. They're saying, I feel overwhelmed. I don't feel in control. Control and lack of control puts people in a spiral. And we need to unpick where that spiral is happening and help them find a way forward. So that's a really good place for coaching. Now they might go route B and there's a spectrum of things in between, but they might go route B, which is, well, you know, that's just how I deal with things. That's how I've always worked. Um, I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that's what I'm going to always do. If someone says that to you, you're the leader and you have a clear culture and behavioral guidelines around the way you expect people to interact with each other, then this becomes more of an an assertive conversation where you have to say, I hear you, but actually we don't work that way as a team. And I want us to work together to get you aligned to the culture and philosophy we've worked really hard to build in this team. You see the difference there? One is the first one is let's explore and understand that's option A and let let me try and help you. Option B is ah, sorry, you need to get on track. This is not an effective strategy. And then what we'd be looking for in option A because they don't really know that what to do and they're feeling overwhelmed. It's around helping them find those tactics, trialing them, and then creating that conversational loop where we say, okay, let's go away and try this tactic. Come back. I'll check in with you in two days or next week or whenever. And let's reset and keep iterating on that improvement. And option B, where the person is aggressive or says to you, I don't care. This is the way I am. It's just how I'm going to deal with it. It means they're aware. They have an awareness. And my goal isn't to make them aware and commit to finding a way out. My goal here is to get them to say, yes, I'm going to change. Or no, I'm not going to change. But understand from me as a leader, that I'm not going to let you off the hook. And if you don't want to change, I'm going to keep applying pressure. And eventually, if it doesn't change after applying pressure, we're going to have the performance management conversation. Why? Well, they might be a good performer, but if they're causing massive anxiety and implications for the rest of the team and yourself, and you don't feel comfortable and you can't give them work without it being this painful task, why would you want to keep that person on your team? You can't. It's not There's no long-term relationship there. It's going to get really resentful. You're going to hate dealing with them. You're going to avoid them. And that's that rock sitting in the river that's undealt with. That's not what we want. So that's the two potential paths, A and B. There are some iterations in between, and that would be more of a coaching conversation between 
you and I as coach and leader. Uh, but for today's purposes around the question of how do I deal with a stressed out employee that becomes aggressive with the rest of the team, that would be where we would start. We would use that of it framework, and then we would get commitment either down path A or path B, depending on the scenario and how they express their emotions. That's it for today's leadership question. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Subscribe for more so you get alerts because they do drop daily with different topics every day. And I look forward to seeing you in tomorrow's episode. Keep being a kick-ass leader.